Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. Hi, Allie. Hey, Nicole. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Good. Happy Sunday morning. I know. It's 9.20. 9.20 in the morning. Oh, man. I think this is my favorite time to record. Really? Like, Sunday, I'm so, like, rested and relaxed and, you know, have things to think about and say, you know. That's It's way better than, like, a 5 p.m. after work, I think. Yeah. Where you got all this shit swirling around in your brain. Exactly. Work stuff. Yeah. Good. Uh, I feel like I had a lot kind of compact last week. Well, you're back in the swing of things and the old grind. And the old grind. Yeah, that actually starts officially on Monday. Yeah. But I worked. I was like, I worked. Then I went out of town with Amy to Brighton Bush uh-huh. Hot Springs, which I'll talk about. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. Brighton Bush Hot Springs in Oregon. Look it up. Um, and then. And then I got back to work and then I had like a full day Friday and like into the night, into the night, like left the house at seven, didn't get home till 1130 because I went out with Anne to see Eddie Izzard. Oh my God. So funny. And then, um, and then I worked 12 hours yesterday. So. Oh, you did? Yeah. Ew. That's hard. So I'm, I was happy to sleep in this morning. I bet. Yeah. Did it give you enough time? Totes. Okay. Yeah. I know you guys have a bike ride, too. Yes. And today we're packing it in. We're going to go... After we record, we're going to go do some hill training because we're <laughs> signed up for this monster ride. It's this ride that we do every year called Ride the Hurricane. We basically ride 18 miles up to the top of Hur- Hurricane Ridge. Oh, right. You've talked about this. Uh-huh. This will be, I think, our fifth year doing it. Or yeah. sixth year. But we need to go ride some hills. Otherwise, it's going to be insufferable. Yeah. Um. But you've done it four other times. Yeah, so is we it can super do it. Tough? What is it really, really hard? It's yeah, <laughs> eighteen miles. The first time Jeez. I did it, I did it in my on my steel bike mm-hmm. without any. This is gonna sound nerdy for people if you're not into bike stuff, but like it was my st- steel bike, like regular heavy bike that didn't have any like toe clips or whatever uh-huh. and i rem- you know it took us forever and like it was like every rotation i remembered it was just like pushing and at the very top uh-huh. i had a freaking meltdown yeah like right before the top like right. i could see that like all of a sudden it kind of broke out and you could see like the long ride up that was still left yeah and i was just like i freaking just freaked the fuck out and yeah. started bawling and then um, I was like, I can't do it. And Rob's like, you can, you can, oh so, you know, and, and I was like, okay, okay. And then I, so I regained my composure and I was mm-hmm. going up and then I heard boom, chicka, 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 boom, chicka, 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 bing, bing, boom, chicka, 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 boom, chicka, chicka. And there were these hippies <gasps> drumming at the really? top. Yes. And I was <laughs> like, what is that? And then I started bawling out of oh, happiness. Cause, oh, yeah. And I was like, the hippies, they're calling me home. Yay. They're calling me to the top. Amazing. Anyway, it was, and then at the top of Hurricane Ridge, it was like so beautiful. Nice. The, we could see all the mountaintops, snow-covered mountaintops, and there were 
deer prancing around and i mean god it was amazing what do you do when you get to the top do you have like lunch or yeah you have food peanut butter i don't know yeah like uh uh whatever any kind of yummy they have all kinds of yummy treats up there oh good yeah rewards for the riders yes amazing yeah so we've upgraded our bikes in the last couple years and so it's a lot less painful still hard yeah but like just not a mental mental and physical anguish when is this ride august 5th sunday august 5th oh cool yeah soon soon so i need to get on get on get in the saddle that's right get back in the saddle (laughs) girlfriend get on the bicycle yeah Get on that bicycle. <laughs> Woohoo, girl. Mm. Yes. Yeah. We're enjoying our coffee here, but we just heard us drink it. We sure are. Mm. Happy Sunday morning. Happy Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. It. How are you? I'm good. Um my daughter's tooth fell out finally. It was like dangling Susie for like a good six months. I swear to God, what? it was horrible. She was, it was like hanging there and it was like six crossing months? the other tooth that was brand new coming. It was hideous, honestly. <laughs> and she finally, I was like, Friday night, I kind of made her promise me that she would get it out the next day. And she was like, okay, I promise you that by tomorrow night at dinner, it will come out. It will be gone. I was like, all right, I'm going to hold you to that. And so my son, we went over to my dad's yesterday to use the swimming pool. And my son's two two front teeth like popped out in the swimming pool while he was like swimming and doing cannonballs one time. Also very loose teeth. So they were ready to come out. But I was thinking to myself, (laughs) ooh, what if, you know, something happens at grandpa's and she does a couple cannonballs and they fall out. Well, this is big brother was wearing a mask and like came up out of the water and like knocked it really loose. And there, it was like a bloodbath. <laughs> there were sharks in that water. They would have just... They would have eaten those kids. That's right. But uh, so it was by the time we were driving home in the car, she could... It was like little dangling there and she could like, you know, like Click. wiggle it with her tooth back and forth. It was like hanging by a thread type thing. Look. And then I was like, Kenley, it's, and it was hanging way down low. <laughs> Not even oh. in line with the teeth. And so by the time, I don't know, her and Wilder were like looking at it in the bathroom. And then she kind of like held it and grabbed it and like twisted it off. And it didn't even hurt. And I was like, Thank God. Oh, my God. God. It was gone. And then I was like, and then she had a piece of corn on the cob. She hadn't eaten corn for like six months. Mm-hmm, so she was excited. Oh, good. Yeah. So that was good. <laughs> That's a real dramatic story. Six months buildup. She, yeah. She, I was the kind of kid who would go into the mirror and be like, my teeth aren't loose, but I'm going to just sit here and make it loose and pull it out. Yeah, me that, too. That's what I want to do. We know what we did was kids. What? We would put some floss around it, uh-huh. tie it to it, tie to the front door, uh-huh. and make someone shut the door. And but when you just slam like, the kind door, of go with the door. No, it just like takes your tooth out. It's already like a wiggle. I feel like that was an urban myth. I've never ever. No, heard we that did done. that. You the Johnson did? family household. That's crazy. Yeah. And your parents didn't make you do it. No, I think this was what siblings did. Really? We were to like each other. Yeah, yeah. The child societies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, funny. 
Yeah. Anyway. No, I've been good. Um, work's been really good. I've had, you know, um, some crucial conversations that have gone really well. Oh, great. Lately. Um, yeah, there's some flexibility being built into my days and weeks, which feels really good. Oh, awesome. Um, it's been really busy. And I'm covering for a couple of people. So, you know, those are always like busier times when you have to stay on your A game. And Yeah. People are probably what, on vacation for summer. Well, I've got one friend on maternity leave. Mm. So that... And usually she's the person that I go to with like all of my meltdowns at work mm. and like we debrief. So it's been extra hard because I'm like, who do I talk to about this? You know, like, oh my God, this just happened. Who do I talk to about this? You know, so yeah. it's been a little harder because there's not as many people around that I can really go to with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah are you saving it up for when they come back? You'll tell them all. <laughs> I don't want to burden her with that crap. Yeah. Um, I'm just finding other outlets. I'll put it that way. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so tell me about Friday night. How was Eddie Izzard? Oh, my God. He's so funny. Or she. Actually, what? I don't know the pronoun that they identify it with. I feel like it was he, but... Uh, oh, okay. Anyway, I love him. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um he is, is incredibly funny. Yeah. He's hysterical. He's British, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. been around for a long time. Yeah, he has. Like, he broke, I think, in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Um, like, ni- mid-1990s. Mm-hmm. Like, 94, 95. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my friend Anne loves him, and I love him, too. And if I'm saying the wrong pronoun, you just let me know. But I felt like he's always gone as a key, but he, but he, but he's trans. He identifies as trans. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, um, super cool. So funny. He, we basically just laughed our asses off for like two and a half hours. Oh God, that feels so good. Yeah. It was amazing. So fun. Um, Brighton Bush was funny. How funny was Brighton Bush? It was like so hippie. So, so, really? so hippie. Imagine oh lots of bare feet, no mm-hmm. bra, mm-hmm. like real loose j- jumper mm-hmm. gowns, robes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a lot of all the meals were prepared. They were all vegetarian, which I thought was really cool. Nice. Um, but it was just funny because like, you know, it's there's hot springs. Clothing's optional. Uh huh. And like everywhere or just in the hot springs? No, just clothing optional in the hot springs. Most people don't wear clothes, but like, you know, did you guys wear clothes? Nope. Cool. Nope. We didn't, but we were, we would see, I, for me, I would like see guys, you know, walking around. And then my first thought would be like, I'm going to see your penis later. Cause then I was like, cause then, I, like, it, you know, I was like, this is how weird, how weird, you know. Right, I mean, we're that all I just, will see your penis. That later. I will see your penis later. Yeah, and maybe I wouldn't, but I was just more like, you know, we all walk around in our clothes as people, but we're just yeah. naked underneath, you know. And yeah. it was just kind of funny because I, and some people, yeah, or I would see people later and be like, yep, I saw your penis. I did. Yeah. And but, they're probably uh, thinking the same about you. I'm like, though, yeah, they saw all of the, everything. Your breast and vagina, <laughs> right? And I'm just like, oh, it's so it's being nude. 
And Do you ever have like conversations with other nude people in the hot springs that you don't know? I oh yeah, like that, that was happening. Awkward. That was happening, and Art. I'm just like, why fight? Why fight it? Just go with just it. Just talk. Yeah. Just talk. Yeah. You what know? were you guys talking about? This frightened bush. <sighs> we were talking about the pools and you know the temperatures. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the setting is absolutely beautiful. It's like in the forest, and you know there are, there were deer frolicking around, and yeah. I mean, it was just like unreal. The beauty is unreal. Yeah, and I get, and I think it's cool. You know, I mean, we as people, we we're all we're all naked. We're we're all well, born in our birthday suits. Like yeah, and we're just we just always wear clothes. It's just interesting exercise. I always Did you find go to being the naked. Hot springs with us in the Olympics. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you've been there before. Yeah. Who did you go with? Um, the hot spring. Where? Which one? Who, who the did Olympics? you tent in? Amity. Did you? Amity and I tented. Okay. Together. Okay. I don't think that's a verb, is it? I uh, yeah, it is now. Um, and then Amy. Amy was, was with there. her boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were with James. Right. And then I don't think Melanie and Courtney didn't make it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Was that? I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we had to hike pretty far into that. How how close were the hot springs to Brighton Bush? Oh, just walking distance. Like okay. It's like this, oh my gosh, like, it's just a community. It was built in 1930. Uh-huh. And, um, and then I think it kind of fell, it like, nobody was using it for a period of time. I think it's between 1970 and 1980. And then sure. someone bought it and then they rebuilt the resort. And it's on this, like, amazing piece of property on the Brighton Bush River. There's like two mm. trails you can go on around the, around all the property. And there's like co- the community of all the people that live there. Yeah. Live across the bridge mm-hmm. and in their little, like all of their like cabins and tents and makeshift houses. Yeah. And they're like, you know, it's a community of 90 people that mm-hmm. live there mm-hmm. and Brighton Bush pays them I think minimum wage they get their lodging for free mm-hmm. they get some supplies for free mm-hmm. um and what do they do do they like farm and yeah or they like yeah they they help prepare the meals they help with the landscape they I see. they help with the turnover of the of the cabins they help build things like and it's like a total off the grid um community community yeah right. super cool super hippie yeah. Fun. I was a little maybe hippied out. It reminds me of the Oregon Country Fair experience. Yes. It was like, oh my God, I thought a lot about that because it's like a faction of like the Oregon Country Fair, like that exists all the time. Oh, really? I mean, it feels like it. I don't know right. if it really is, but there was like a fun, like uh, Gandhi mobile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like was probably going to make its way up to the fair. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, this is funny. It's just, yeah. Well, we had such a fun time at the Oregon Country Fair. Oh my God, it was unreal. That was so fun. I mean, it was also. I mean, like that was in two thousand and four. You know, no clothes, a lot of dreadlocks, so much weed. Everyone was high. Yeah, it tons was a, of booze. Yeah, a lot of fires and dancing and fire dancers and drum circles. Yeah, we had to escape. We had to in sneak places. into the fun camp. We did. That was amazing. Yeah. That was an amazing experience. I felt like I was 
an undercover agent. Yeah, <clears throat> it did feel like that. We were all in black and we had to wait. Why our did we have to sneak in? I have no idea. We I, probably... I think you had to because you have to pay for it, maybe. Yeah, were we just that cheap? Yep, we were. We were. But and what? I mean, it was an amazing adventure, but I remember Andy couldn't get in. Remember Jenny? Right. Jenny went over, but her, her husband, husband couldn't, make, couldn't it. make it in. And so that was an interesting thing. But anyway, it was so fun. Yeah. That was amazing. That was a good time. That was crazy. Um, oh, my gosh. I have a couple of uh, um, corrections to say. Oh, do it. Do it now. Get well, it right. I'm going to get it right. So on the episode um, that we recorded on 4th of July, I said a couple things that I... I mentioned Clay. Uh, I didn't mention his last name. It was Heppert. He was the guy that said he wants to redo the way that we introduce ourselves. He wants to get rid of the elevator pitch. His name's Clay Heppert. You can look oh, it up. Right, at, right, look right. him up at clayheppert.com. Right at TravelCon. He said that, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And then I misquoted Aaron Schlein's podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the Family Travel Association podcast. I think okay. I just said Travel Association. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't remember... Oh my God. Next. It's just good to keep notes, but I couldn't remember <laughs> Megan's book. It's actually called Megan Kaiser's book, Everywhere for Nothing, Free Travel for the Modern Nomad. Anyway, oh, nice. it's by Megan Kaiser. I recommend it. Sasha, I gave it one copy to Sasha. She's like devouring it and loving it. So. Oh, nice. Anyway. Good. Everywhere for Nothing, Free Travel for the Modern Nomad. Check Ooh. it out. Um, and then, gosh, I think that was it. What about Meltdowns? Uh, I had a little bit of a meltdown. Did you have one? Um, yeah, I can share a couple of little things. Yeah. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Um, I have, you know, I'll be as kind as I can possibly be, but, you know, my mom lives in Cleelum, Washington, and she likes to have my kids be in the parade that happens there every 4th of July. And (laughs) sometimes it feels like she's the only person that wants to do that, you know, and Uh we've done it for like the last four years and she's rolling a lot time. And so we always have to get there right when they, we say they're going to get there, you know, at like nine 30 and it starts at 10 and then it usually starts at 10 15. And so you just get the kids there right on time. And it's like, all they do is sit there and wait on their bikes And it just kind of feels like maybe we could get here at 10. Yeah. Maybe we could get here at five to 10. Yeah. You know, and then this year she was real um, concerned about our our spot in line and our order that we were going to be in the parade in. And she was just like, I don't know why we're waiting here. And we're usually next to the popcorn man. And (laughs) I don't know where he is. I've got to go find someone who knows the answer to this. Where's the popcorn man? Just at the front. That's where the children should be. But there was a new organizer this year, Nicole, and she didn't know that. And so I'm like, I'm sure because we're with like 25 to 30 other little kids on decorated bikes that we're in the right spot. But if you feel like you need to go and walk around and get to the bottom of this, okay, go for it. Go for it, Jean Ann. Just go for it. You know, and so then she'll just cluck around and wander around. No, oh, I'm going to write a letter to the editor because by the time the kids get out there, there won't be any candy left. You know, and, and it's like, mm-hmm. and then she's just mad at me because I'm just like chilling. 
looking around, doing nothing, you know, like yeah. and he, visibly annoyed, I'm sure. But it's just kind of like you take this shit so fucking seriously. And mm-hmm. it's like, for what? This is fun. This is it's a not fun time. a goddamn job interview. It's a freaking party. Parade. Yeah. On a Saturday morning, and nobody fucking cares. There's tons of people saving our spot. And Bob, you know, there's just, oh, uh, we're just- done. We're done with it, though. That was our last year doing it. Okay. Yay. She wonder if she just looks forward to it all year long. I suppose. I yeah. I think yeah. There's certain things that she yeah probably does. But this is the last year. Yeah, that was it. And the kids are done too. And it, I mean, it's just kind of. I don't know. I would just like to go to the parade or or not go. That's yeah. what I would like my weekend there to be like. Just a little less like rigorous. Got to go. Yeah. yeah. Got to be there at nine thirty, Allie. I know. And then just sit. I mean, it's so oh. easy for kids to just sit and wait, you know. Right, kids are like, "Come on, yeah." <sighs> what about you? What was yours? Mm. Oh, I just had like financial boo boo, and basically what I did was like, I was like, "Uh oh," I did this like transfer, and I was like, "Shoot, the money's not there." Uh oh, let me cancel this one from PayPal. Let me send the money. Let me write a check and send the money a different way. Right, right. after yeah. I after the money was in my account, I sent a check. So then I'm like, "Oh." shit it's gonna double dip and double ding my account yeah which it did oh my god and i'm like god damn it so now i'm waiting paypal for paypal to refund me my money because it debited it even though i asked it like immediately said don't do it and then it debited it and now it did debit it and now i'm gonna wait to wait like (laughs) 10 days for it to give me my money back oh i hate that kind of shit anyway that electronic shit i know i was just like And it's such a PayPal, such a giant entity. Oh God. I talked to the guy on the phone. (laughs) I talked to the PayPal guy on the phone to try to explain what was going on. Yeah. And he said this. Now, hold your horses. (laughs) Hold them, hold them, hold your horses. (laughs) It's like, uh, oh, (laughs) like I'm not, I'm not freaking out. But he was just like, hang on, hang on, hold your horses, hold (laughs) on, now just wait, and I just, let me just think. Oh my God. But I just thought it was funny that he was... Now hold your horses. I was just trying to be like, let me explain the situation to you. Yeah. That's helpful. So anyway. I have one more. Hold your horses, Allie. Not really. Do you, you guys, well, anybody who's listened to all of our episodes knows that I have a terrible relationship with garden hoses. (laughs) And again, again, it happened to me again. Mm -hmm. So, so I was, I was doing a deep clean on the house because there's these corners in in my downstairs that my cat continually urinates in. And so I found this (laughs) miracle product like this Arm & Hammer odor neutralizer, and it like really does neutralize the scent. Mm. And um, But I also, at, at the same time, I was like, you know what? Not only do I need to clean the corners of the house, I need to like clean the litter boxes. I need to take the litter out, clean the litter box boxes, you know, like spray yeah. them down with soap and water yeah. and clean it, really clean them out. And then do that with our waste baskets too in our bathroom because our kids are not super great at wiping their butts. There's always like gross gross baby wipes with like poop exposed everywhere Joy and I'm like kids oh my yeah. god and I'm like can you guys just wrap that up a little ni- 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 
like nicer and tidier. Well, no, they don't do that. So they're just like exposed. And then like it's on the side of the wastebasket. I'm like, I'm sure that this is also contributing to the odor problems in my household. Yeah. Which is, by the way, minimal. But I'm, I'm like really sensitive to scent. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to get the shit done and I'm going to do it really well. And so I went out and took all those waste bags, hosed them down. And so I'm hosing and it, fucking hose gets stuck. <laughs> hose gets stuck in this shitty little cheap ass plastic shitty like you know like a hose, hose organizer yeah like a, an apartment or whatever you want to call it a little oh. container uh-huh. it's always too small uh-huh. so i was like i felt like a female gorilla I, it was like kind of tacked in with stakes to the ground <laughs> like, like picking it up and, <laughs> and kicking <laughs> cursing my husband's name it was already broken i literally wanted to just fucking throw it down oh my and God. beat it and like pull it out because this hose was stuck on like there's this like little reel inside uh-huh. that's circular that it's supposed to be on but it was on the outside of that and i like couldn't get it unstuck and i was like fuck this man goddamn Ooh, hose who, yeah and, and i will never let my husband buy a cheap little plastic container for that shit ever again it'll have to be metal or it'll have to just be like laid down on the ground and then the put in a circular fashion you know if only I could oh see you do that. Oh my god! I almost wanted somebody to record me. Yeah, so that I could share it because <laughs> I was so pissed. Oh my god! It was awful. that's amazing. Yeah. Mm. So, do you want to talk about the the heart of the episode today? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, first of all, we have a shout out. Yeah, we got a really nice email. We did from Christopher Greenwood. Yeah, an LHS alumni. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Thank you. Um, So dope that you wrote in. You inspired us actually to have a conversation today around like our personal history, like our job history. Yeah. Everything we've ever done. Yeah. So because people don't really know like, you know, from A to Z. Yeah. What's got us to this point today? Yeah. And we've zigzagged a lot. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Like Chris has. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So and, you know. I think people's careers aren't always so fluid, right? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. you try something, you do something, you go over here and mm-hmm. anyway, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. It was awesome to hear from you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So you want to get started? Yeah. Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'll tell mine. So <clears throat> the first job I ever had was um, at Dairy Queen. <laughs> and um <laughs> you're like wow she's going really far back it's not gonna take that long okay um but i lived in lake forest park in like four corners sort of near enumclaw <clears throat> maple mm-hmm. valley when my parents got divorced and that was just like my first job mm-hmm. and it was a good job it was interesting dairy oh, queen oh yeah the funny part about this <laughs> the one thing that um comes to mind is this like daring date that I got from that job. I um I met Nick Reynolds, who was like my two year boyfriend. Oh Probably my first real boyfriend. Yeah. He was a great boyfriend, had a nice relationship with him. But um how I met him was really funny. I was really um he was actually on a date with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> and when I delivered his food tray to him, I put my phone number on it. And I was like, here. 
And he was like, um, and he came up to me afterwards and he's like, did you just hit on me while I was on a date with somebody else? And I was like, yeah, that's my phone number. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Um, so that was my funny Dairy Queen story. And then, um, gosh, then I moved to Issaquah Mm -hmm. and, um, I think I worked at Olin Mills portrait studio for a little while and I was really annoyed at Melanie at Women Hour at the time because she had like piggybacked mm-hmm. the job interview too and uh-huh. I couldn't figure out why I was annoyed by her also going to the same place and it was like well because they're going to pick probably between us and one of us right. is going to get it and the other one isn't and then yeah. it can be a big fight you know or mm-hmm. something like that but we ended up both getting the job and I think she stayed far longer than I did mm-hmm. but um that was I was age. working at Gulliver's Hamburgers with Nick and my, with Nick and Jamie and Joe yeah, and Eric. That and was Amy the fun job. Jay and oh my god, that was so fun. That was my senior year of high school. Right. Oh my god! But you guys were, were at Olin Mill. That was also my first real job. I real. wonder why we just didn't get a job at Gulliver's. Uh, I don't know, but I was like, these guys have a more profesh situation happening. <laughs> <laughs> my boss was a fucking misogynistic piece of shit oh was he i thought he was like a cool boss my no really yeah and then jamie thomas he was like the supervisor yeah i had such a crush on him but he was such a fucking dick he was one of those guys he that like was. do you remember you know guys he was that, nick's best friend though wasn't he was he? yeah it yeah, was like one jamie. of those guys that like um negs you you know if they like you uh-huh or something i mean i don't know uh-huh. i don't know if he was like that because of i don't know but i was just like of course, I liked the guy that was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Jamie's changed, so. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. He was just a high... I mean, he was like 18, too. Oh, yeah. Kids. We were all kids. Kids being kids. Anyway. Yeah. So then, the next job I remember getting was... Oh, the, the a chiropractic assistant. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I was like a receptionist with mm-hmm. like three other admin assistants in Bellevue. And the reason why I was there was because I was going to school. Mm-hmm. I was in BCC getting my prereqs done or whatever you need to do mm-hmm. or my transfer degree done so that mm-hmm. I could go to the UW. Mm-hmm. And that worked out pretty good. You were there for a while. I remember. I, I imagine like three to four years, maybe. Yeah. And it was a part-time job. It was like a, you know, like Didn't after somebody, school. The owner was related to somebody famous, I remember. But yes, a famous Seattle musician was a patient there. And he was a musician and his brother was an even more famous musician. Um, yes. And then I started hanging out with him because he got a divorce and I was single. And I was like, huh. and he was like, why don't you stop by my work? I think he worked at like Duke's Chowder House or something. Huh. And um, then I went to a show. And I couldn't get anybody to go to that show with me, but he, hmm. he, he had a really nice voice, but, um, yeah, we hooked up in his van that night, <laughs> but he had a, like a dog in his van and it was like a really dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty van. van. <laughs> and I was like, we just made out or something. And then I was like, I gotta go. I, I, I wasn't really into him after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that gig. And then, then I started working for like telemarketing places and in like the U district, like little magazine subscription places. Cause did, Melanie's did, boyfriend was also into, you know, like yeah. phone sales. Right. Well, did you work at heart of America too? I didn't. You didn't. Okay. I never did. A lot of our friends did during that time period. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, then I went to Europe, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I didn't. Oh, that's when you studied abroad in Bath? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, for two years. And so th- for a year there, I wasn't working. I was just studying. And then the following year, I went back because I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see how all of these things <laughs> are driven by <laughs> boys? boys? I'm boy crazy. <laughs> Always have been. Um, and then the, oh, and then I got a job at the a restaurant there. Mm-hmm. And then when I came home, I, I got into like early childhood education, I think. I may have had a job before I left for Europe in early childhood education because I stayed at this one place for maybe two to three years where I, I met Clara mm-hmm. and Margaret and yeah. some of my other really good friends. And then um, I was a day camp director for a couple of summers when I got back. And then I started realizing like, gosh, childcare is wonderful. I really enjoy it. It's a great culture. But it's, it was just not lucrative at all. Like yeah. You could not make a living on it. And so I was like contemplating healthcare and like nursing in the next direction. And that's when I got a job at Virginia Mason. And you had already finished your degree. Right, right, in right. In psychology? I graduated. Nope, political science. Political science. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I was like, why don't I just go into healthcare and start at the bottom? And I worked my way up there and basically... From a frontline phone answering person to a manager and process improvement specialist. And then I have been in healthcare ever since. I remember when you took that first job, though, yeah. at that one hospital, which I'm not going to say, I guess. Yeah. You, um, Rufus, you, uh, you applied for a job that was slightly out of your league, uh-huh. but you were like, I'm getting it. I'm doing it. It was awesome. Or, was it? Yeah, I felt like you were like... I'm that was the lean coordinator. Oh, right. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That was after I was there for a couple of years. You like jumped up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is so funny. I'm looking outside and I see a man in his shorts and they're real low. Like if, if you almost see (laughs) his his butt crack. No, it's front parts. Look, I can't see who you're seeing. Oh, what, what is this? Oh, He's got a that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, wait a oh, minute. Wait, no, turned in, oh, now I can see his butt crack because he turned around. <laughs> yeah, he's watering his garden. Oh, my goodness. Well. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Good morning, There's sir. your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taking care of business out there. Um. So, but anyway, you, so then you wound up at, in healthcare. <laughs> Sorry, weird aside. Yeah. Neighborhood, neighborhood call. Neighborhood distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. That's how I ended up in healthcare. And I've been, been in that business ever since. Oh, right. Yeah. And just now, now you know where we're at now. Yeah. We're figuring it all out yeah. now. You, yeah. You know the finer points. Where we're going to go next. Yeah. So what about you, Nicole? Tell us about your journey. Mm. Oh, well, I think I actually, so I did have my first like actual real job. Yeah. I was a caretaker, like uh-huh. a caregiver yeah. to like a boy with cerebral palsy for a summer. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, and then my, then forgot about that job, but then, then I worked at Gulliver's, uh-huh. which was crazy. Did you have to work every station at Gulliver's or were you like... Oh the yeah, cashier, or did you flip burgers? Oh yeah, I worked every station. Mm-hmm. That was really good on the grill. Were you? Yeah, it was so hot though. Oh my gosh, I just remember like it was just like you would just 
It was so crazy. We would just sweat would just drip down your back. Ah, uh, you know, it was just so friggin' hot in that in that grill. Anyway, how long did you work there? Oh, and I forgot about. We can talk about Dante's when you get there. Oh yeah, I worked there maybe a year and a half, mm-hmm. and then it was time to go to school, right? So then I went to the UW mm-hmm. right out of you know from high school, and then I got a job working at the. U- well, the University of Washington Medical Center, like uh-huh. in medical records. Yeah. And then I kind of, I, I was getting my degree in sociology. Well, I was going to get in psychology, then changed my mind to sociology. Then I was like, oh, wait, what about nursing? And then I was like, no, I just need to go back to sociology and get the hell out of here. But I, during the, that time point, I was like, I was working in medical records and I'd kind of worked my way up. So I was an admin assistant. Yeah. And I remember I had a real, real interesting choice to make. I was like, well, I could work in the field of sociology and take a job for $8 an hour, or I could continue my admin kind of work and I could make $14 an hour. So I chose a more lucrative path. So I kind of ended up on this like admin path. Yeah. But I did take a break there for like a year and I was like, I want a job that's going to give me some life experience. Yeah. So I took two jobs. Mm -hmm. One was a barista Mm -hmm. downtown in Belltown Mm -hmm. and the other was, um, a cocktail waitress and a a bartender at Dante's Mm -hmm. that place. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Tons of life experience. Tons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was really fun. And then after that I worked, I, the next job I got was like a dream job Uh where I was like this, you know, I was like what, 24 or 25 working as I was like a office manager of this like e-commerce e-commerce company and I was learning all kinds of new skills and I was going to be traveling over to Stockholm because it was like a Swedish and a and an American company right but then the dot-com boom happened Uh or not boom crash crash dot-com crash happened and that company went under Mm -hmm. so I was like oh crap you know what am I gonna do I got unemployment for like six weeks but Mm -hmm. I was like that was when I was living at the crazy hippie house. Mm-hmm. Um, in the U district. In the U district. On 65th. Yeah. Yeah. Or 55th. And yeah. In, over in Bryant. And, um, and then anyway, I was like, Oh no, I'm going to, I needed, I need a job like yesterday. So I took mm-hmm. a job. Melanie was like, why don't you come work at the organization I work for? Mm-hmm. So I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took this job that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, was a billing coordinator position i felt like it was just under me mm-hmm. but it was good you know at the time i think it was just one of those things you know since i didn't like it mm-hmm. i mean it was just basically survival right like i wanted to be able to have an income right and, yeah um and i had, was paying off debt from that stupid ass boyfriend right right so I, like yeah. i needed to work yeah um but it propelled me to become a nurse yeah you know like in that when I was that had that job, I that's when I took off to Mexico for three weeks. Yep. And came back and I was like, This is this is bullshit. I'm gonna become a nurse. I'm gonna yeah. stop telling everybody I'm gonna be a nurse. Yeah. So I figured out how to do that. So I started going back to school right after that. And then eventually I worked my way into healthcare, became an um, you know, like a nursing assistant, left my, you know, job that I didn't like that that was paid well yeah to go step down and like do an entry-level job just so I could get experience Mm -hmm. so that I would be hired at Mm -hmm. the University of Washington again Mm -hmm. and then eventually I finished nursing school and then became a nurse Mm -hmm. as y'all know yeah 
That's amazing. I like how in your talk you kind of were like talking about the things that motivated you to get those jobs. I'm yeah. not sure I had that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, things motivate. Well, I did know, I, th- I think the first real career-ish type job was the childcare stuff that I got into because that was really fun and you know, you got to really know the babies and the kids and the families mm-hmm. and, and you got to do, you know, some continuing education stuff Mm -hmm. and and learn a little bit about that. And a lot of the people that I did work with ended up getting degrees in early childhood education and things like that. Mm -hmm. I just think for me, I was thinking to myself, gosh, I want to have my own kids. And this is so hard, you know, like you put a lot of energy and time into like developing curriculum and, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, positive, you know, discipline and things like that. You would need to, um, and I wasn't sure I could do both, like have a, ch- you know, work with kids all day and then have a family at home and they yeah. would be kids too. So that's why I was like, uh, oh, maybe I'll do this, you know? So that was another reason, not only just the money, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I was so happy because I remember you at that one job being like, I hate that when I talk about what I do, it's not like impressive or something I'm proud of saying. Yeah. You know, and you were just kind of fed up with it. I was. Yeah, that was the kicker, actually. When I was in, what was really the catalyst? When I was in in Mexico, everyone asked me, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm a billing coordinator mm-hmm. for a nonprofit yeah. counseling center right? for youth. Yeah. That part was cool, but the billing court, ugh, you know, it was like, it was awful. Yeah. And I just, every time I said it, I was just like, ugh, God, fuck. I could do more than that. I can do more than that. Like, yeah. what, what am I doing? Why, why can't I do more? Exactly. So, but it was super, you know, going back to school the second time around, like, it was awesome. And I, you know, I was like super motivated and to be at the top of my class and just really rock it from an academic standpoint and do yeah. all the extra things. And it was great. It was awesome. So yeah. anyway, I needed to prove something to myself. Exactly. And, and I did. did it. I did do it. Awesome. And you can too. Yeah, and you can too, everybody. Everybody out there, if you want to make a change, go for it. Do you it. Should. Yeah, my sister, you know, she she went back to school at, at like 35. Yeah, and she's a photographer now. Yeah. She's can, amazing. Yeah, a lot of people changed up. And, right. You know, our generation, we're going to have like five or six careers before... Yeah, we, and I mean, I got my, you know, master's in healthcare management. I'm doing it. I yeah. did it. I'm so proud of you. You I'm went back and got your it, master's. But at the same time, you're like, this is this is awesome. It's it's great. But even then, even if you reach it, you're like, oh, maybe there's still something else. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think we as humans need a challenge, need yeah. to stimulate our brains, you know, push ourselves, need something to work for. Yeah. So work towards. Yeah. Yeah, you you went and got your master's when you had three small babies and you were working full time. Yeah, I did it. I did it. wasn't easy, but I don't know how you did it. It's so it feels so good to be done. I'm still in that that you know sit back and enjoy. Yeah, phase. It feels good to just be able to sit back in life and kind of enjoy and take it in mm-hmm. and, and just enjoy like little moments that know can really pass you by I think if you don't just take some time and show gratitude and and just be in the moment you know that's beautiful Allie it's important to be in the moment yeah yeah 
and not always be racing towards the next thing. Because that's another thing that this whole process has taught me that it's like, you know, maybe I'm okay right now. Maybe I don't need to be chasing the moment. Yeah. You know, and just being like rebel in the beauty of the now and, and just being present with my kids and enjoy the flexibility of my current job and how nice that is and spending time with you and having a creative outlet like this. It's been wonderful. That's so cool. Yeah. Cheers to you, babe. You too, babe. Let's wrap it up. All right, ladies, gentlemen, people of all kinds. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Send us an email. Um, connect with us. You know how to do all that. Peace out. Yep. Peace out. See ya. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.